the evolution of the brawl and specific matches within it is always fascinating to watch. <clears throat> and if you watch what I consider to be the three most important dog collar matches ever, the first, of course, Piper versus Valentine at Starcade 83, 1995, just 12 years later, you had the incredible Raven and Richards versus the Pitbulls match. But then in 2003, you had CM Punk versus Raven. And this was an ROH, Ring of Honor. And to me, this is the feud that put Ring of Honor on the map as a promotion that wasn't just promoting great wrestling. This is a great story between straight-edge punk and less straight-edge Raven. The feud itself was amazing, and it actually displayed punk's mic skills really well. He was so good at his character that it carried over into WWF, or WWE at that point, I guess, and just worked. But the dog collar match at, I think it was Death Before Dishonor, phenomenal. One of the most intense crowd reactions I've ever seen. Because even the little things they did got reactions. But more than that, this is a view of what the late 90s and very early 2000s had set up. For example, there's a point where Raven leans a table against the corner and the crowd reacts. And it's a very, very clear moment, at least as far as I see it, that we're going to get the table break. And as Raven goes to throw him, of course, CM Punk hits that low blow. The stupid hooking up low blow that was so popular in the late 90s in the WWF E. WWF at that point, actually. But the way it's sold isn't, that low blow isn't sold the way you would think a low blow would be sold. It's given a couple of moments and then it just passes, which is fine. And then he goes back to fiddling with the table. And the crowd is responding to this. And then, of course, it's Raven who ends up going through the table when they go for an Irish whip. Initially, in 83, the dog collar alone was enough. Having that element of danger was enough to sell that this was an intense match that was going to feature blood and pain and hatred. In 95, ECW, and what ECW had always done well, was overbooking. Having all the storylines collide at times. And there's no question that Pitbull versus Raven and Richards had, I think, five different storylines going at once. The 911 Bill Alfonso thing, the Raven and Richards versus the Pitbulls deal, uh, Raven versus Tommy Dreamer. Uh, the entire storyline of the company was colliding in this match. But what had happened is the expectations for the quality of work had gone up greatly. And I put this on three people. Uh, probably more than this, but this is sort of the three that I see it as. The general level of work that was expected I put on the heads of Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, and Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels first of those three, of course, because of the his run as the champion in 96, 97, and later, of course, his comeback in 2002. You had Chris Benoit, who was just going above and beyond doing the crazy matches that were great before he became the monster who murdered his family. Always going to be conflicted about how to talk about him. And Eddie Guerrero, who was, at this point, was starting to bring his style to the fore and was becoming a big star and having great matches, even though he was occasionally fired. When Ring of Honor started up, inspired supposedly by the first or second King of Indies show here in the Bay Area, and they had guys like Brian Danielson, like CM Punk, uh, low-key, of course, Christopher Daniels, all these great working future superstars 
having amazing matches. But here, this is a blood feud. And this match 100% would not have worked without the blood we got from CM Punk. And Punk at this point is, he doesn't have the look of a major league wrestler. He still looks super young, in fact. And this is 15 years ago, so he's aged, but he looks like a young punk. It's honestly strange. And when he gets the Crimson Mask, it's so effective. And his offense isn't great all the time, but his psychology, his understanding of how to work the match story is dead on. Ring of Honor would become the hottest promotion as far as, well, geeks like me, as far as the, you know, the work weight marks, the American work weight marks. And then you would have periods where they would bring in folks like Kenta, Marafuji, Kenta Kobashi, the rise of Samoa Joe, Austin Aries, all those guys. And that would really define Ring of Honor as this hot, super amazing promotion that was ahead, way ahead of anything else in the world. Uh, probably in the U.S., because Noah was doing phenomenal stuff at this point. And the fact that some of the best matches that Ring of Honor was having were featuring pro wrestling Noah guys like Morishima, like Kenta like Kenta Kobashi. But 2003 was their establishing point as a not-just-work-rate promotion. And I largely put that to CM Punk versus Raven. 